Yo, yo, welcome back to the chat. This is episode 226. That's RJ Levichin. I am Nate Sperlin. On this episode, we discuss Amine's 2.5, and then we also uh, react to the tragic news of the Travis Scott Astro Fest on is that Friday? It was Friday. So um, yeah, rest in peace and well wishes to everyone who either died or is hospitalized or was treated. Uh, you can check it out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Verbal, and more. So we will see you there. Yo, welcome back to the cap. This is episode 226. I am Nate Sperlin. That is RJ Levichin. RJ, how you doing today? Good, man. Martha was late as usual, but it'd be like that. No comment on Martha. Yeah, um, no, zero comment. This is your weekly tour through hip-hop. Um, I am Nate Sperlin, and that's RJ Levichin. Shout out to everyone who hates daylight saving time. Um, oh, yeah, it's it's already dark. Yeah, it's about to, it's like 420 right now and it's about to be dark. I don't understand why. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, how was your weekend? What did you, what did you do? Um, nothing. It was on my friend's birthday, so just birthday stuff. I went to my it first soccer fun. game. What? I went to my first soccer game. Who'd you watch play? Uh, I have a lot of thoughts. I'm just Who gonna, did you watch play? The New York City Football Club, which is a dumbass name. And it's just near to the FC. Don't say football club. Say that's FC. what they kept saying. That's what they kept saying like the whole time. Like, oh, Dude, get ready stop. for your New York you, City. You making me club. look stupid. You saying football club. So relax. That's what the announcer guy was saying. It's New York City FC. My whole point is, is that it's a dumb name because just assign an animal or whatever to it. What are you talking about? Because because if I say football club, right, and we're talking about soccer, you have no idea who I'm talking about. Yeah, but the thing is, in football, like, your mascot and your team name are not the same. I don't think they have a mascot. I think it's literally just I'm New York City sure football do. club. I didn't it, might be the, it, might be the, it might be an extension of Man City and, like, the Sharks. It might be. So then why don't they just call themselves the Sharks? Because that's not how teams work in soccer. That literally That's not how no they work. Another issue I have with soccer, why is the clock ticking up instead of down? What do you mean? Because if I'm playing, right, I want to know how much time I have left, not how much time has passed. Dude, you can't count? So, can't I'm count? Go, so in the middle of trying to find the this fir- ball, In the first so half, you're going up to 45. In so the second in the, half, you're going so up to So in the 90, middle you, of you trying to find this ball on the grass, I also have to look up real quick and do quick maths Okay, 35 minutes have passed, so that no, means I have 10 no, minutes left as no. I'm trying to kick this ball and not get hit by other people. What are you, doing? What are you talking about quick maths for? Because what are you I can talk just about look, quick math for? in every other sport, I could just look up at the clock and be like, okay, there's 10 minutes left. Americans are dumb. That's no, why they have to count down. <laughs> this is literally that's the why one they have to count down. There are generations up. and generations of children that have had the ability but to get it. But why can't you just count you down? You not being able to get it, I feel like is a comment on you. But why can't not you just count that? But all I'm saying is, is that in terms of making the sport more inclusive of americans 
because countdown. Yes. No. Why can't no. you count down? Because you on because you should What's understand the that though? if we're in the if you should understand that if we're in the 80, 89th minute and then and there's ninety minutes in the game, there's a minute left. That which that's what you should understand. It's not hard. It's not hard. It, all I'm saying is it is, is not that hard. It's not hard. You're right. But all I'm saying when is do you that at the end numbers? of the day, you learn it's unnecessary. Like four or five. Well, it's an unnecessary. I don't get it. Um, it's an unnecessary mental gymnastic that I have to do. It's not when a mental I just want to play the sport. It's literally <laughs> counting the other way. It exactly. Is quite literally counting the and other I gotta way. And I got to add in some tracks. You call that gymnastic. You don't have to add this is bro. This is soccer, not you don't have fucking trigonometry. It's not hard. It's not. This is hard. not the New York City region. Like, oh, it's the I didn't know minutes. that there was a math. I didn't know there was like a math test that came with having to be a soccer Dude, player. Dude, you, 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 you sound a real dumb saying this. I'm just look, it. man. Hey, you, hey, man. You got it. Hey, man. You got it. I'm just you trying to be honest it. here, and I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just you saying said, that. I, but Maybe. you was that you better tell me you just told the whole world that you was watching soccer and you was like, all right, I'll carry the one. Nah, I and wasn't like I was looking at it. <laughs> My whole point is, is that if I go to a football game, I know these 14 minutes left just by looking at something and not and then I could just like go back to watching. And it's like dude, if you if you watch soccer and understand soccer, it's the same thing. Like okay. I don't ever look at the clock. Or the, or the time I have a few, and, I have a, and start doing math in my okay. head. I don't I have, have to do more, quick math. I have, a few I, more, I have a few more gripes about this too. Why do games end in a tie? Because no one is good enough. No one's good. No one. That's the whole point. I, is it's like if you add a, the difference between every other sport and soccer is that like you can the outcome the 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 potential possibilities for the outcome you add a whole another possibility. So you add so much more chance and circumstances to the sport. I'm not buying that. I guess. I just I just feel I like know, I don't know if you have to buy it. My the, the whole is, issue this I'm just I'm just airing out my issues with soccer right now, right? Because also if I dedicate 90 minutes to watching something, I expect there to be a conclusion. There is a conclusion. Nothingness. <laughs> That is that, also that's a pretty you, depressing you ever, conclusion. You ever watched a movie? You ever watched a movie and it's building up, it's building up, it's building up, and I hate that. Happens. And you like, and it's and, and, and you go, and, and and it immediately, it immediately becomes the worst game. movie of all time. The though. beautiful game, the beautiful game is that when both teams have a chance to win, and nobody does, it's like both chances, like both teams don't get aren't penalized for it. I'd rather lose than tie. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'd rather lose than die. Give me well, something. Well, you don't know anything about soccer, so you don't know how that like would I'm hurt just, you. I know and that could hurt a you. loss in a loss in anything will hurt somebody. If you lose a baseball game or a basketball game, I'm yeah. But sure. the thing is, it's like okay, the way that it works, it's like Mar- it's like Mario Kart. You 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 accrue points over each each game, each match. Uh-huh. Is that it's like a draw counts as a point. That's you like know? hockey, but ho- even in hockey, they if you win, you get three points. If you draw, you get one point. But even in and hockey, so if we're in a situation where it's like, you know, you need ninety five points to secure the league championship, it's like I'll take the draw and get the one point that secures me the championship because I'm at fucking ninety four. Yeah, no, I, I'd rather because at least the loss makes me feel mad, and then I have to like. That motivates me for the next game. If if you're supposed to win a game, if you're supposed to win the game and you got a draw, trust me, you mad as shit. And that's also another thing is that, like, sometimes a draw can feel like a win. 
that's my whole thing. There ain't no that's lit. The reason sports. That's lit. I'm sorry that like uh um this is this know, is sport, sport, American sports like to be so finite. It has uh, yeah. But international sports are more open minded. <laughs> more sound freedom. Like, you sound like Kyrie. I just want you to know that you sound like Kyrie Irving. I am vaccinated. Was was was, so, was soccer? Was soccer football? Was soccer hockey in another life? Is that what you stop, want to tell me now? Stop, 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 stop. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. Is soccer gonna try to rap now. I'll go get the sage right now and burn <laughs> these motherfucking demons. Don't do that. That's fine. Um, That's nah, but we got some. Um, it's yeah, been a, we, it's been a weird week. For it's music, a weird right? weekend, bro. Yeah, yeah. Week, I the we're gonna talk about it. Um, are we? Yeah. Is that what right. we're here? All right, Mister. All right, Mister. Soccer. Yo, I'm just gonna justify everything about this sport. Is that your favorite sport? Is soccer your favorite sport? It's my second favorite sport. What's your first favorite sport? Formula One. Where does basketball rank and all that? Probably third. Okay. Basketball used to be my favorite sport, and then soccer became my favorite sport, and then Formula One became my favorite sport. So basketball like got shifted down, but basketball was my favorite sport because I could. Because I played and I was like, good enough. Where like, I, I could enjoy it. Yo, you know, I played I basketball on Friday. Were you nice? I went on a I run some, on Thursday. I, I went on a run man. on Thursday and I was like, wait, do I have COVID? And like, that was how bad my lungs were, like, yeah. after running. So, like, I have to start running again because I was going to die. Like, I'm not I might even, have to, like, get an inhaler and also start running. I'm not even going to hold you. The cold weather kind of makes that worse, too. Like oh no no no! It doesn't kind of like it that. makes it worse. Oh yeah no, it's, it's it's horrible. I had like my like my nose. I felt like, you know, like when you like the first COVID test when you put it up there and then you feel like something's basically touching your brain. That's how my nose felt like throughout the whole day because yeah. of the cold weather. Yeah. Um, I'm not yeah. with this. I'm yeah, not no. trying to be running. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a fish out of water there. Uh, I feel RJ, like sponge out of water. That movie that we never watch anyway. Um, thank you for listening on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Verbal, and more. Do us a favor, hit the like buttons and subscribe. Subscribe to Old Milk Media at Old Milk Media on Instagram and Twitter. We have um, we have two things to talk about. We have one project and then some unfortunate things to talk about. So let's talk about the project first. We have Amine, two point five. 12 tracks, 27 minutes wrong, no features. Uh, Ricky Thompson is on the skits, though. Um, RJ, what did you think? 2.5, man. I, I really like that Amine does this. I think that um, all artists should do something like this. I feel like if you're, especially if you're not a, um, actually, even if you are an experimental artist, I think that like dropping a little mixtape of you just know like little shit, shit that you don't necessarily care about. You're not trying to promote. You're just like, you know, having fun um is definitely beneficial to artists that especially like really big mainstream artists that are like have to make good music you know i i wish more of them did mixtapes and just kind of like had fun because you know like the big thing about the music industry is like especially when it gets closer to the winter you know you can kind of like drop whatever you want Start you know you can still down. drop hits and it can still work but you yeah. can kind of like drop whatever you want um so i appreciate it i fucked with it a lot um, I like that Ricky Thompson was brought back and the thing that I'm looking forward to the most, I think that this project confused me a little bit more than 1.5 did. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that 1.5, I was like, Oh, like this is a, like thinking about like Dr. Whoever is like that as an intro is like, Oh, we about to get like this, like dive into this person's like 
psyche, I guess. Mm-hmm. And 2.5 didn't like have that same feel, but if you keep it within the, the context of the series, it was great. Um, and I think that, you know, more artists should do it. And I think the production was definitely different. I think that he did try a few new things. And I'm I'm interested and intrigued to see how the public responds to it because I I, th- I think that there's some good music on it for sure. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I like this more than Limbo, to be honest with you. Like Limbo was calm, but I like I like some of the songs I gravitate more to here. I get I think it's because of the beat selection. Um, I was about to say I think the production is is like more a beat easy more palatable yeah um charmander first of all when charmander came out it's immediately was one of my favorite songs um the music did you see the music video for it or um i meant to watch it right before this podcast but i did not it is a very good music video i really enjoyed it um it's probably it's, it, he's one of the better music video makers yeah, no, I'm, he's, I'm surprised. there's a lot of good music video makers that i feel like just do not get talked about like when the vmas come around and it's like weird i, well, I guess I mean, the, v, the vmas is a popularity contest anyway, yeah so. i mean you know <laughs> Is the reason why we don't really like award shows like that anymore anyway um i like award shows people don't mm-hmm. but award shows need like help they need when they actually they when they actually do people. it right yeah like when they actually they do have it right, better right sure. in, in decades that's but why we don't like more, them they need more people but um 2.5 was good um i like ricky thompson on the skits beat selection was good i like amine singing and trying new things i'm always you know me i'm always about artists trying new things and i'm excited for the next album yeah i think Whenever it's gonna, it um, gonna be a good project I think that that's the thing is it's like it's like a sampler these projects. And I think about even 1.5 is that I feel like he supplied songs that he was like, whatever is my next project will not have this. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you this so that you don't you're not like asking for it. Like you have it. That like was, I feel like real it like reel it in. Mm-hmm. If you think about a song like reel it in. Mm-hmm. That's like a great example of like. I put this song on my in-between project and not on the album because it would have taken away from the app. And I like appreciate that out of an, out of an artist because yeah. I think that Limbo was a very like specific type of vibe. It was and very Reeling focused. Was like, yeah. This is just a hit. Like yeah. Reel It In is like a, it's something for the club. Mm-hmm. So I fuck with it. I think there's a lot of songs in here that are like similar. I don't know if they hit the same. Like, I don't know if there's anything, like, catchy in here. Like, there's a bunch of songs that are like, oh, this is a good song. But it reminds me, not, it doesn't remind me because the beats are a lot harder. Mm-hmm. The artistry is different. But it reminds me of, like, Tyler, the Creator's, like, Call Me If You Get Lost, where there's, like, a bunch of good songs. And there are songs that you could, like, make the argument, like, oh, he was trying to, like, make a hit here. Mm-hmm. And, like, they don't necessarily come off like that. Yeah. And I mean- like, like, Juggernaut is a great example of, like, a song that you... May, like when you're making it you're like oh this could go off in a club and then like the song comes out and you're like i would never play this at the club ever. <laughs> like i never would. i mean <laughs> i think double g's on my feet double v's on me <laughs> that the first of all that beat was crazy the 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 flow uzi always works those weird beats um, eat it and leave. <laughs> um but i think one thing i will say it to your point about catchiness the uh whatever sample they used and beat for Charmander kind of gets stuck in your head. That shit was heat. It kind of really gets stuck in your head. Um, I think that's clearly. This yeah. Movie, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he put it out first. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, that being said, what are your favorite tracks? Um, what are my favorite tracks? You go first. 
I got Colors, Twisted, Charmander, and Van Gogh. I like how I like how Van Gogh ends. I like the the vocals at the end of it. I like Van Gogh. I like uh, Sh- Shit to Love, Meant to Be. I like Meant to Be too. Didn't um, add that one. Van Gogh and Neo. Oh, and Okay with Me. Or like Okay with Me and Charmander, obviously. Yeah, I mean, Charmander is great. Watch that music video, man. When you like, when you get a chance. Um. Yep. All right. So. We talked about soccer. We talked about Amine. Now it's time to talk about some sad stuff. Travis Scott Astro Fest. First of all, uh, before we get into it, uh, setting Astro World Fest. Just I've seen people say Astro World. I've seen people say Astro Fest. I'm just yeah, just Whatever. vibes. Yeah. Just vibes, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that being said, um, sending well wishes to the people who were injured, both physically and mentally, at Astro Fest. Rest in peace today, people who didn't make it home. I think we got to start off by saying that. Um, it was held in Houston's Energy Park, NRG. Like, now, I, I, okay, I see, I see what they did there. Um, 50,000 people in attendance. Um, just a quick rundown of at least because the reason why Saturday was a weird day was because you kind of wake up to this, this news and it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse the more you pay attention to it. Yeah. And it's still getting worse and worse and worse. Like it, we're recording some Monday and there's so much stuff that came out. That's like, oh, well, like just is, now. Yeah. Like this, this is easily preventable. And it kind of made my Saturday. First of all, I had a good, I had a good Saturday, but there was also a part of me that felt like I couldn't, if this didn't happen, I'd enjoy my Saturday more. Like, you know, like when there's just days where like, there's just a cloud over you and like, there's, it's just like a, it's just one of those tragic days. Um, so that being said, um, I this this is just something that RJ do because I have a quick rundown here of like things I saw that might be interesting. But RJ, do you have any thoughts first before I go well, into? I mean, yeah, the... I mean, yeah. Uh, rest in peace, first and foremost. Um, I, I mean, there's a bunch of things that we're, that I know that we're going to get into. So I don't like audience members don't think that I'm trying to be um, that I'm trying to like be disrespectful or, or focus on the wrong thing or whatever. But I, I do think that it's important that we take this time to acknowledge our own etiquette when we're at events like this. Um you know, I, I don't want to be one of those people that's like, oh, you know, young kids shouldn't be going, like, whatever. It's like, I don't think that people should be in situations where, you know, other people are so inconsiderate of their surroundings and what's happening around them that they, you know, are, you know, putting people in danger. You know, I saw people jumping on medical cars that are trying to get the people and just kind of like being in like this state of like, I don't give a fuck about what's happening around me. And it's like, you you can have fun and not be an asshole. Like yeah. you can do both. It's okay. Like contrary, we, we contrary to popular you, belief. You know? That's yeah, that's you a know, thing. As much as it he's having fun, he's like, not being yeah. a dickhead. Yeah. Throw him in the river. Like, that's, <laughs> like that's it never may gonna seem happen. really weird to like have fun and be nice, but you can do both. And I I would also say, you know, it's hard to speak on it because I've read a lot of the stuff and I know that, you know, people are like, oh well. You know why weren't more people helping other people up and stuff like like you gotta understand there were so many people in there that if 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 you fell, 
like there wasn't enough space for someone to bend over and like get reach a hand out and like grab you up. Like there wasn't enough space. But I would say that when you are going into these events with groups and stuff like that, you know, unless this changes the precedent for events, which it very much, it very may well do. Um, I think that if it doesn't, that we as music lovers and, and event goers be more in tune of, you know, coming up with ways to keep each other safe, keep each other up, be supporting each other's balance, you know, when you're in situations like this, because, you know, if, we, if festivals and, and concerts are happening, it's like people want to, you know, they, they, they're excited. They're not paying attention. They want to be more into the music. They're more, they're drunk or whatever. Is that like being in a situation where you're going in groups and, and you have the ability to kind of like be accountable for each other and, and, and protect each other uh, is definitely something to, to consider. I just went to rolling loud and um, I remember when Travi came on and, and, and everybody flocking to that area and, and how that was, I, I can only fucking imagine if people got wind that Drake was there and they were like, Drake showed up and they all ran over there. I can only imagine how much, how, how much worse it would have been mm -hmm. because of like how I understand, you know, a bunch of drunk fans late at night, you know, and the headliners there, not you know, just, I, not just I get drunk, that energy like on everything, on other things too. Lots of other yeah, things. Exactly. You know, it's like everything, but I, but I do think, um, you know, we, we as event goers, have to be in tune with the fact that you know we coming off a pandemic and a lot of people this is their first event this you know whatever and they're they're overexcited and they're not drinking responsibility responsibly and they're they're not you know considerate of other people and so you have to take care of yourself and that's a hard thing to say and a hard thing to hear you know but at the end of the day is that like i don't ever have faith in as a person that's been whose life has been saved by festival security i don't have no faith in festival security i don't have faith in, in, in any police when we get into these situations like at the end of the day is that like police in those circumstances they just be looking at people as people and you know going there, like i would even say like and this is like a wild thing to say but reading some of this stuff it's like how difficult is it to get cpr training how hard is that? Is it hard? Like, I'm not telling people that if you want to go to events, get CPR training. I'm saying is that like more of us have to be like, that should happen sometimes. Let me be in a position to protect my friends and help my friends if they were to need me as, as minuscule and stupid as this stuff may be. Is that like event goers that was, that knew how to give CPR were the ones saving people's lives. It was not medical staff. And that is like a, something that like to be wary of when you go into these events, because, you know, having this idea that like, oh, if my friend gets too sick, you know, someone's going to take it. It's like, probably not. Like, I doubt it. Like, yeah, niggas are too focused on other shit. So we got to take care of each other. We got to take care of ourselves um, so that we can have fun. And, you know, as much as I wish that everybody wasn't an asshole, it's like there's going to be assholes out there. Yeah. Like, there was a motherfucker stabbing people with a needle. Yeah. Shit, like, you know? Um, so, yeah, just rest in peace to all of them and, and and let's try to, like, have more fun and, and be safer and protect each other at these events. Yeah, um, it's interesting because it's, ironically enough, it seems like people being stuck at home made them lose all their home training. Like, that's so ironic to me, but it's so true. Um, but, um. Some of the reports, some of the videos. Uh, 
first of all, before it even began, like people breaking into the venue before it was even open in the first place. And then people jumping over barriers to try to, there were barriers and you know how like lines be like this and stuff like that. People jumping over them to try to be the first person to buy like Travis Scott merch and stuff like that. Like, like I, I saw a video of one of the people who were responsible for selling the merch, like just video recording it. It looked like zombies coming to like, it, it was really something wild to see. Um, like RJ mentioned before, videos of medics struggling to get to people in need because people are raging on the ambulances and carts or whatever. Uh, videos of people trying to get the show stopped and the staff looking at them and just continuing on with their jobs. No bag checks, apparently. Travis Scott performing as people are trying to get resuscitated. Travis Scott apparently stopped the show twice. Uh, that's coming from one of my friends who doesn't think that was nearly enough, but that's what he said happened. And also reports of people being injected with some form of a substance that caused them to go crazy is borderline a terrorist attack, in my opinion. No, that's um, a attack, like 100%. Th that being said, unfortunately, eight people died. Ages 14, 16, two age 21, two age 23, two, one age 27, and one unknown, at least 23 people hospitalized, 300 people treated by on-site medics. At least three lawsuits as of Monday morning, reported by CBS, have been filed against Travis Scott, Drake, and Live Nation. Travis Scott has also offered to pay for the funeral costs of the eight people deceased. And also, um, I'm going to read out Travis Scott's statement. He also did um, uh, mental health. He also bought for mental health. Uh, he want, he he's giving um money for people that want to get you know therapy and stuff like that. Uh, Fortnite just dropped him, took off his like emoji thing, like his skin oh, wow. or whatever. So so yeah. even in the recording of this, there's still a lot of things going on right now. Um, yeah, as we speak, the, the Travis Scott statement: I am absolutely quote, I'm absolutely devastated by by what took place last night. My prayers go out to the families and all those impacted by what happened at the Astroworld Festival. Houston PD has my total support as they continue to look into the tragic loss of life. I am committed to working together with the Houston community to heal and support the families in need. Thank you to Houston PD, Fire Department, and NRG Park for their immediate response and support. Love you all. Honestly, doesn't really move me that much, um, but I guess in nowadays, what statements really do. Um, so I think that, this is a total failure of the concert and festival system. Like everything that comes out, it becomes more and more apparent that uh, money was put before making sure people had a good time and making sure that people were safe. Capitalism. This is, this is the stage of capitalism where we're at, where it's the idea of rather not having something and needing it, surpassing the idea of having something and not needing it which is flawed in any situation. Um, additionally, there's been a lot of people trying to press blame, put, uh, put blame wherever and stuff like that. Um, my whole thing about that is everyone, everybody involved, fans, the staff, Travis Scott, everyone involved deserves some form of blame. But one thing I do see happening and I think doesn't necess isn't necessarily the best thing to do is there's a lot of people who are essentially saying that it's not Travis's fault. It's his team's fault. And my whole issue with that is we, we need to stop giving people credit, giving one singular person credit for success. But then when there's a failure, blaming it on everybody else around them, 
because the 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 main um main responsibility of being putting your name on something or um being the the leader of something is that when everything goes right um it's cre- your credit but at the same time when things go goes wrong it's um something that's it's something that you have to um own and i i i just it just bothers me to see people defending people that they don't know because they feel some form of a connection to them when the person doesn't even know that they exist. If we're being really honest with you, um, if I'm really being honest with you. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to say that. And also, I guess the, the logical thing here is the logical question here is um, he canceled day in Vegas, his performance there, but what does this mean for Travis Scott's career? I don't know, dude. I have a lot of questions like, you know, to myself and just in the ether. It's hard, you know, he just dropped two singles. Those singles, you know, Apple Music can't promote those singles. I personally don't think that it should affect his career, personally. Mm -hmm. But I think that, you know, it's about branding. And when you brand yourself as like a wild rager and that wild raging kills eight people, everyone's going to look at you to be like, all right, well, now you got to mature out of that. Mm -hmm. Travis Scott's not going to mature. That's just not who he is. It's not. It doesn't work like that. So it's interesting. This is like the worst thing that I could probably say, but I, there's a chance it makes his album, like it, sh- it changes it and like a lot, it makes it even better maybe. Like, I don't know. Like I, I look at it like Utopia, which is what the project was supposed to be, mm-hmm. even though all that he's promoted is dystopia shit, is that I feel like he can't go that angle anymore. And I think that, he, he is an emotional artist and I think that he's going to have to like go back to the drawing board and like be come off sincere about some of this shit on the album. The album, you know, like I'm thinking about stargazing is like on the second half of stargazing. He's like, and it ain't that much pit of ain't no injuries. I got him saved. I nothing those bleeds. Like it's one of those situations where like he's synonymous with chaos at shows. And so now, so now that we've seen that shit play out, because like compare 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 Astroworld show to a fucking Flognaw show, Flognaw not, not like that. They they booing Drake, you know what I mean? Niggas at Astroworld dying over Drake. Like that's the difference. Is that's like that's how the media is gonna look at it, and that's mm-hmm. like the problem. You know, we can talk about like whether it's fucked up, whether it's not fucked up, whatever. Like we can do whatever we want. I'm t- you, you and I know and. Th- the people know is that that the media is only going to look at it one way. Travis mm-hmm. going to look like a killer for the next probably like six months at least. You know, I personally think it's going to blow over, but at the end of the day, it's like it, it's one of those things that's like now a tragedy. Yeah, and it's now it's like a tragedy like forever. Yeah, I mean, so all of his chaotic nature is going to be met with that like, mm, but like remember like you killed eight people. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I really don't know because I, I don't want to sit here and say he's going to end his career. I think artistically he's too talented for that. But I think that it's going to be really odd because he can't drop a bunch of rave music because people are going to be like, I don't. This makes me think about the people that died. I don't. I don't. I don't know what the answer is, to be honest with you. I, I don't think, think that, that there's a, I don't think that we're going to know what the answer yeah, is. Yeah, until it happens. I think what upsets me more is that there was a clear security 
like we're not stopping this for anything. Yeah. That had, there was a precedent of we're not stopping this for anything that started early in the day. Yeah. That was fucked. I, we could talk about the Travis Scott thing as much as we want. We could talk about that set and oh, we don't, break out. And we don't know that where that hour, mentality but, originated from, though, is what is my whole point. Yeah. Everybody, everybody. And we also don't, and we, we, we don't know what the stat, we like, we don't know when the festival became like un, like uninhabitable. I mean, and I don't think that it was only when Drake was there. I mean, I I'd think argue, that from what I've been reading, it was the whole night. I mean, I'd argue it was, it was, it was from everybody. the time that people started breaking down the doors, as you, as you stated, like ten minutes. Yeah, ago. from the beginning. Like, so I'd it's argue like that. it's one of those things where that that it means that there were several hours of this event where it's like there's too many people here. Yeah, I in broad daylight. I mean, also, oh, wow, there's too, wow, there's way too many people here. I mean, also, isn't it? I, I don't know about Texas because Texas is very loose on a lot of their governmental enforcement of protection. Oh, don't people. even give me COVID. But in New York City, there is a capacity limit for everything elevators, restaurants, clubs. There's capacity, there's capacity. limits there's capacity. for everything. There's got, there had to have been capacity. The way Texas, the way Texas operates, I genuinely am not sure of that. You're not, you're not I'm confident. being I'm being honest. I'm not genuinely confident. not. They literally let. I'm not power, mad at you. I'm not like, mad at you. Look at look at all the things that are preventing that happen in Texas. Like let's be real. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm genuinely yeah. not confident that that's a thing there. So it should. Yeah, be. I agree. It definitely should be. So I, I don't know, man. It's hard. Is, yeah. I, I mean, it, it sucks. I mean, I. I think that the biggest thing for me is just making sure that this kind of like starts to set a precedent for the future. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, everybody, fan, fans, everybody needs to look at, and look at, family, look at family members specifically. What? Everybody needs to look at themselves in the mirror. Yeah. I mean, for me, I'm a big, I'm a big fan person and I'm a big family person. So family members having to be shook, whether their kid going to see their favorite artist will like come back from that is a crazy thing to even fucking consider. So things have to change. No back check, dude. What? Like that is wild to me. Yeah, like that in itself is wild to me because of how many people. young people he has at his shows and how many like that, like you telling me, oh, it was mad easy to sneak in whatever. Yeah. Like that's wild to me for, for who, for how young his fan base is. But um, I don't I mean, it's also like, you know, uh, Live Nation. Like I, I blame Live Nation so much because it because it could have been any artist yeah. that they were trying to you know milk for yeah. money. I mean, and so I really, yeah, really think I that guess. the precedent on event setup has to be different. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not one into like that pod sectioning. If you've ever seen any of those videos, like post COVID, you know, like the the lawn of the whatever performance is kind of like broken off into sections and you kind of like have your own like platform like where you like can like watch and that's like a couch and stuff and like it's like broken up like that it's like little pods of like that sounds people. that that actually sounds great to be honest it it, it depends on the artist because i don't i mean me it depends on the artist if it's, if, it's an, if it's an artist you're trying to jump and have fun to terrible i mean me personally if it's like if it's like a comedy whole, comedy show comedy show perfect. i mean that's my whole my whole thing and my chilling. my whole thing in my general 
rule of comfort and i guess at this point in life is to stay away try to stay away from uh environments Mm -hmm. where i'm going to be surrounded by people that can touch (laughs) me and i don't know them then why are you going to festivals don't go to festivals probably not i go to hey man if i go to a concert it's gonna be at msg because i feel that there is not a bad seat in the house at msg and i am not an he's lying but msg is the best arena i've been i've been up there and i've been up there in the bleachers and i I can still see everything i'm serious we're not lying i could see so have i and i know i could see the the lettering you 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 i'm serious you 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 were vertically challenged i don't know i know that's what i'm saying all right and all right anyway i've sat in things being like oh well this is uh, obvious obviously whoever built this didn't want me to see but i'm an msg so i'll just look you need glasses look, look at the banners but do you need glasses I don't need glasses. No, it was literally like a pillar in front of my face. Oh, that don't count. I mean, like, if you could actually see do down there. That's just your, you just chose bad tickets. You chose a bad see, seat. See, look, look, this nigga said there's not a bad seat in the house. I said there was I mean, a seat obviously, that I had I mean, a whole column. All right, RJ. All right, RJ. We'll, all right, RJ. We'll sacrifice well, the safety of everybody and remove this column place, so you can so. be able to pick whatever seat you want. We'll do that for you. Nah, MSG is a place, man. I mean, that's 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 a dream. I mean, uh, people ask me about Nets and Nets. I'm like, bro, I, I hate Barclays Center, and I, you know, I, I, I would I, not I like watch the, Nets. the basketball game. I like the Nets, but I know is, you like the Nets, but there you, is you no like place. Bum, so. There is no place like MSG. There is there is absolutely no place like MSG. There is no place like MSG. Yeah, no place. Doesn't exist. Also, not there. Oh, not also possible. another thing, I don't like Yankee Stadium, but that's a different story. Uh, city feels yeah, better. I'm not gonna that. I'm not gonna city, that. city. But yeah, um, one, 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 shout out to um, all the families. Yeah. Um, shout out to shout out to um, you know, Roddy Rich for oh, you donating sending all his, his money for all his uh, the money that he received his net. I love how he said the net profits that I made, all the money I made from this shit is gonna send the streams, everything. I'm gonna send that over. I fuck with that. Um, but Roddy Rich, a real one. We already knew that. Yeah. Um. He's never done anything. I want to see if this changes precedent. I I personally believe that um, Travis Scott's apology was poor. I'm one of those people that I understand that it's difficult to, especially when you're in the middle of stuff and it could be litigation that's like, you know, automatically coming out and just saying something like it's it's hard. You know, you're going to have a whole team that's telling you what to say, what not to say, whatever. My thing is never post the notes app apology ever. Yeah, Just no. come out, do the do the Instagram live. Don't do an Instagram story. This nigga doing an first, Instagram story first of all, and he putting had it filters. in the black and white. He had filters. He black on that. Why did you come put on. a filter on that? Come on, like that's weird, bro. Just go on Instagram live. Can't be edited. Just go on Instagram live. Be honest. Say you're sorry. He's supposed to care about fans. That nigga should be crying. Like, I was surprised when that nigga wasn't really crazy. Anyway, like that, I like at least have a little. Like that nigga, nothing. This has like, been. If you really care about your fan, I, I didn't feel, like. There are other artists where I feel like they really care about their fans. Their fans are everything. Like Juice World, fans meant everything. Mac Miller, fans meant everything. Fans were everything to them. They understood like the role that the fans played in everything that they did, and the connection was so genuine and sincere. And like Travis Scott, I thought was like of that vein. And honestly, his movements have been like anything but. And I don't know if it's like the Kardashian curse or what, but some, some, some a little bit off with the way that he's been like handling this. And um, as a person that I feel like likes to, you know, 
give fans treats like he needs to you know he needs to treat us like well for like ever for like the next like forever infinite well rest in peace to everyone to everyone who uh passed um hopefully everyone who is hospitalized or was injured can make a full recovery um but yeah this is what a weird what a weird weekend um it was just a weird weekend for hip-hop there's other things that i'm but anyway this has been the cap episode 226 that's rj levichin i am nate sperlin thank you for uh listening and watching uh like and subscribe follow old milk and yeah just follow old milk on instagram and twitter at old milk media read my new article about Lil Uzi's attention to detail and what it means for his next project, The Pink Tape. Also, check out the Old Milk Spins playlist on Spotify, which will be in the link um, in the description. And yeah, stay safe, wear a mask, wash your hands, and we will see you next time. Clap, 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 clap.